Headliner Radio, the creative voice. A very warm welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm joined by electronic music group Leftfield, uh, made up of Neil Barnes and Adam Wren, originally Paul Daly. We're going to be talking about new music and some of their upcoming shows. Uh, Neil, welcome to the show. How are you? Great. Nice to meet, Nice to be here. Good. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure to be chatting. Um, where are you uh, calling from today, Neil? And how has your summer been so far, mate? I, yeah, I'm in Devon, actually. I'm just down in Devon. Um, I'm just sort of taking it easy um, in, you know, uh, getting ready for uh, a gig, gig at Scoria House in Cornwall. Yeah. So um, just taking a few days out. Um, yeah, summer's been fa- fantastic. You know, Glastonbury, uh, we just got back from Norway. Oh, nice. A couple of festivals in Norway, which was absolutely stunning. So beautiful, such a beautiful country. Uh, yeah, it's been going actually stunning. The live set, I'm very excited about it. Um, you know, playing new songs, yeah. which I really love doing. Um, and uh, yeah, we've got gigs later in the year. And uh, yeah, everything's looking great. Yeah, good stuff, mate. Busy times. Busy times. Very busy. Yeah. yeah. Um, before yeah. we talk about the new record and, and the Scoria House gig, um, just for our listeners, uh, Leftfield formed in 1989, was one of the most, perhaps the most influential production team in the evolution of electronic music in the 90s. Are you still just as in love with the craft now, Neil, as you was when you first started doing this? Yeah, no, I think I am, actually. Um, yeah, because um, I still get excited about um, new sounds and new ideas and mm. um, how to actually make what we do relevant um, in today's market. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm always listening, you know, I'm a music obsessive. So, you know, I listen to music endlessly and, um, you know, um, yeah, no, I am. I'm just as positive about music as, and also negative sometimes as I, as I always have been. <laughs> yeah, I think it's about changing with the times, isn't it, as well, which which you guys have definitely done. Uh, yeah, yeah. To, to a certain degree, t- changing with the times, but keeping, trying to keep the original left field idea yeah, you know yeah. we're, we're not an electric band that that uses gimmicks yeah. you know we're not a gimmick band um you know we we still do it we still do long long tracks yeah. and um we take people on journeys and stuff like that which is yeah. was always the concept behind left field and, and that's never changed and i refuse to fit that in today into to, to mod today's sort of modern wham bam sort of three minute single type yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah, I understand you've been through a lot as well, Neil, over the last sort of seven, yeah, seven yeah. eight years. Come out the other side, which is fantastic, of course. Um to to what extent as as those sort of experiences changed your outlook, mate, in terms of life in general and in terms of like, you know, your artistry as well. Interesting question. Um I, I I suppose when you know because basically I was diagnosed with bowel cancer yes. in uh, twenty one, and um, I'd also also had sort of various issues with sort of bipolar and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, as a result, I think worsened by the whole COVID experience, which yeah, I think yeah. we all went through. Um, these these sort of post COVID times are very different. I mean, I think that um, there is no such thing as getting over it really i mean with bipolar it's one of these things that you just live with and you 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 
recognize as you hopefully as you get older you recognize that that, that all the feelings that you have that are, can be quite negative um, don't last yeah and that's something that is i've learned to um just just get through and i think that the last record um the, was very interesting because to some degree the the diagnosis of um actually spurred me on to try and get the record done yeah and um you know i i almost ignored it to be honest with you i mean it's it, it's it, it was just something i was living with i mean i went into hospital i had a very successful operation remo- removed the growth um and it, it all went very well yeah I mean, um funny funny enough the, the worst period of that was actually after the operation it's like it's like you 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 sort of prepare yourself for those type of things and you're mm. and then when when you get the all clear and everything that's when you know all the feelings come out the yeah. vulnerability and stuff yeah. like that can sort of bring you down but i managed to, to to navigate that i've got a really great team and a great partner around me adam's always been very yeah supportive um i've got a wonderful manager so i've done things at my own pace really mm. and also i mean we did we did a dub version of the album which i which i absolutely adore doing yeah which was the sort of very creative thing which we did post my illness as well because the album was nearly we finished the first the album then we did the dub version and all that just sort of made me feel really good about yeah. the future yeah i mean that was going to be my next question mate um this is what we do you released last year and now um version excursion which am i right in saying it's essentially an ambient dub mix of the record right it's it. um, I mean, it's, yeah yeah but it's 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 not it's quite dark as well it is it's yeah. quite it's not easy it's not an obvious sort of um you know it's not an obvious type of approach mm-hmm. we just remixed the all of the tracks yeah yeah and it's you know it it was just a, artistically a very enjoyable process you know i just really love doing it yeah and it, it it was released on vinyl just for record store yeah days. so we only released a couple of thousand copies and now it's just available digitally yeah um yeah it was it's always great to do things that are you know that people don't expect or that that feed you you know that feed your feed your your artistic temperament i yeah. mean you know i listen back to it, i think oh we could have made it a bit more easy listening but actually i'm quite proud of the record i yeah. think it's got some amazing tracks it has got some amazing tracks and i want to talk about a couple of them if that's all right um yeah yeah, yeah. because and i was well before I, before that i want to talk about your um sort of original vision for the album i suppose neil and, and the idea for it because i know you you sort of dedicated it to andrew weverall uh which is yeah. which is a nice touch um I mean, yeah yeah, I mean, the thing about that was, I mean, obviously dedicated it to Andrew. I mean, Andrew died, I think, when we were nearly at the end of the record. Yeah. And it wasn't. Um, and, I, I mean, I just felt like they, all my albums have been dedicated to somebody. Mm. And even even leftism was as well. Yeah. I mean, it, it just felt like Andrew, you know, we owe a lot of massive debt to, to Andrew because I mean he was u- unique and I just felt that he he probably would have liked the record he, mm. he said some really kind things about the album beforehand so it seemed like an obvious thing to for me just to, to, to give credit to someone in, in a very very small way yeah um, yeah and that was the pro you know because because Andrew was and he's sorely missed you know there isn't yeah. anyone like that you know it's like the loss of John Peel I mean it's absolutely yeah 
it, you know, he was completely and utterly original and, and, and a great DJ and made some great music. So I just felt that it maybe Andrew would have liked the record, or hopefully, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he, I'm sure he does. Yeah. Um, one of my favourite tracks on there is Rapture 16. Um, Okie dokie. With, with yeah. L16. I mean, you've, you've worked together before with L16. Was that quite a natural yeah. thing then for you guys to collaborate against yeah. him? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to do, I think I, me and Ads, we, we talked about it. We didn't really want to do another reggae track with L. Yeah. I mean, because the danger is he just, we, we did start it with that idea and, it, you know, you end up sounding like really, you know, we didn't want it to sound up this pressure or anything else. Mm-hmm. And, and then Adam, sort of came up with the, the bass line suddenly changed and it became this sort of dark type of soul yeah, track. Yeah, I love it. And, uh, oh, that's great. The, the, the intention was always to to make the album about um, sort of people's experience, you know, people's experiences um, and their, you know, what, what, why they are the people they are. And, and in, in Earl's case, it's, you know, it's about growing up in the streets of, of Kingston and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his early experiences, I mean, in a very simple way, still making it dance floor. And then we were trying to make it, it's sort of into a house track. So the the single version of it, it's got sort of these mad drums on it. And yeah, it's just, it's just like how to do something in a slightly different way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But still maintain. And, and Earl's such a great singer to work with. I mean, he's, 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 he's got a unique voice and he, and a unique, space in time i mean that you know he 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 worked with all the great producers reggae producers so i mean he he, you don't really have to try very hard to record him he just he just opens his mouth and sings and it's always extraordinary no i love the vocal on there and and some of the lyrics and that because obviously like you say it's you know he's bringing that context of of his upbringing but it's also yeah yeah talking about just love of music and connection between people and different styles of music and all that kind of stuff it you know covers quite a lot it's quite uplifting you know it is yeah i'm glad you like that because i think it's uplifting so i think it is it's you know but he, he mentions how dangerous the streets are but then he remembered that you know they what kept them going was the dance yeah what yeah, they yeah. looked forward to as musician was was letting go until the morning and it the connection there is so much a connection with the with dance music and where we come from absolutely you yeah. know the, the spirit of the beta spirit of of, of staying up and listening to music is inherited, I think, from you know a lot of you know from a lot of sources. But you know, Jamaican music is one of the big influences. Absolutely. Did you approach this this latest project um, differently to to previous ones, Neil? I, I mean, obviously, you know, going on yeah. during COVID and stuff. I mean, logistically, I, I imagine it was. A bit more of a nightmare, yeah. but yeah, it, it was a nightmare because because the record was interrupted. You know, it, it, it's. I mean, it was one of those albums that was started before COVID and finished yeah. after it or yeah. during it. So we're all influenced by it, but I, I was trying not to make it dismal. I mean, I I think that most people agree that a lot a lot of the music made during COVID COVID is actually quite unique. I mean, it's it was a sad time because. Electronic music is about connection. Well, music is about connection, and we couldn't connect. Yeah. So, so that there is an impact. There's no doubt that there's maybe an influence of that in there. Um, but I mean, the, the approach was more or less the same. I mean, I I did have this whole idea about um, 
very I'm very interested in psychotherapy. I'm very interested in yeah in yeah. attachment theory, which is which is all about how your early life experiences affect who you are. Which isn't it's not rocket science, really. I mean, you all know that, but I mean, it's just so a lot of it is about connection and about um, relationships. Um, in yeah. my head, that's what spurred me on to try and you know. It's it's a small thing, but when you're writing something, if you've got a spark in your head about thing, you know that that's your con. That's what your yeah yeah. It, it helps in my head to actually make to have a concept for writing something or or getting involved with something. I mean, things can change, and and sometimes tracks have to change, and they don't work Oops. the way you initially conceived them. But I mean, for instance, you know. Even down to the cover, the cover is about connection. It's two women, yeah, you know, sort of a mother and a daughter, Silhouettes. A, a, yeah. A, a, yeah. in a brave, you know, supporting each other. I mean, it's, a, it's it's it's. I think I think actually, not to be cheesy, but the whole thing is about love and connection. And I think you know that might be my emotional reaction to my illness, sort of, but it's also yeah. the emotional yeah. reaction to COVID. Yes, yeah, no, it's a lovely message, mate. Definitely coming out of the back of of everything, you know, not being able to play these songs, uh, no, you know, and yeah. and now you can, which yeah. is which is amazing. Um, yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about uh, before we talk about the uh, the gig this weekend. Um, I'm just curious to know mm. a bit about your your setup at the minute, um, uh, Neil. If that's all right, because we yeah. do we do we do dive into the tech side of things a little bit, um, a headliner, and I, I'm just curious to know if you're doing things. Uh, analog at the moment in the box. Yeah. Have you got outboard knocking about? Is it a bit of everything? Yeah, it's a bit of everything. I mean, actual fact, we 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 have a lot of analog. I mean, there, you know, I've got um, four, three, three keyboards and a sampler. So I'm I, I'm so I trigger samples and I use my my uh, Pioneer DJ yeah. mixer yeah. To, to put effects on things. Very hands and on. Play them. So so I'm always I've got loads of samples from all the tracks. Yeah. Which I, I can, you know, I can play. I, I play keyboard lines. Adam does the same. He plays keyboard lines. He affects a vocal. There's a lot of Adam is actually doing effects on everything. So it's almost like he's a live effects unit and keyboard and playing acid lines. We've got yeah. two acid boxes. And then Bid is playing, you know, a big heap of drums off it. Things like bass drums and bass are on backing track because mm. it's. It's pointless. It's electronic music. Yeah, you, you know it, it comes from a certain place. Well, made, you know, made by computers, operated by humans. So it, you do need an element of backing track. So we do have that as well. Can't play it live. Yeah, You'd need twenty people on stage, <laughs> and then it would be messy. <laughs> we can't. Keep, yeah, there's only can't so, keep there's only so many sounds that you can play live at one at one time. Exactly. Yeah. You can't keep in time. I mean. It, it, it's i mean like a lot of other acts you know they just you know it's about the show yeah, yeah. And, and ours is the same but but the relation but, but but the the arrangements have an awful lot of scope for us to work with yeah uh, and it's always different it's all we're always making mistakes we're always i do the vocal on things like after shops and stuff like mm -hmm. that you've got two vocoders Actually, no, it's one vocoder, actually, with two settings, which is really one for the little <laughs> bit of kit, actually. It's a guitar okay. vocoder. It's a stomp box vocoder. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So I used to use, um, I've got a really good Yamaha 
vocoder, nineteen, you know, original. It weighs a ton and it goes out of tune. <laughs> and and I used to, which is no good. I mean, it's wonderful to have it on stage, but I mean, you never know what it's going to do. And and the, the computer vocoders tend to be really angular and, and digital. Yeah, yeah. And this box, this thing I'm using is is wonderful. It's really clever because uh, the many vocoders are pretty simple things, really. It's just a carrier signal and a, and a keyboard. So. Yeah, so in answer to your question, there's an awful lot of tech, and then we've got these amazing screens that we use, which we're not, we can't take to Story House, but if you've seen our gigs, I have, any yeah. of our gigs, yeah. well, you know, you've seen the screens, they're see-through screens, which are amazing, so, yeah, yeah it's been, it's quite fun, I mean, you know, it's, it's very expensive <laughs> to actually keep going. Uh, As it keeps you on your toes as well, having that that vocoder. Oh that you never, never I mean, goes wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm even I'm even playing melodica, and sometimes when you're doing festivals, it goes wrong. And I play congas as well. Yeah, on two tracks on accumulator, there's a lot of live congas, which is part of the track. Um, so it 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 it, it really is an essential idea of what left field was all about. Yeah, analog and digital. Uh, uh, you know analog and, and making people dance yeah, nothing's that. changed love that yeah um yeah awesome awesome mate um let's talk about scoria house um this yeah. weekend saturday mm-hmm. uh this saturday august bank holiday weekend it's a new festival it's only in its second year um is it always an exciting thing to play new festivals always. obviously you're doing always. you're doing the big ones you've mentioned glasto already that you've played yeah you've played many times over but is it nice to do a new one yeah I love playing smaller festivals, and I, and and you know that's I'm not, I'm you know absolutely excited about playing. I'm always excited about playing a music. Mm. I never thought I'd ever be in a position where I'd be playing my music, our music, live ever. So I mean, everything's a bonus as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's all it's all it's all good. And play to to to, to you know down in Cornwall. It's great. I mean, it's really wonderful that, that, that there's a festival down there. And, you know, I realise it's so hard these days for festivals to financially survive because they don't get support. Yeah, yeah. And they should do. It should be financed by local arts councils. Absolutely, yeah. I've just come back from Norway where they've got 150 festivals in that country. Gosh. I mean, it's it's a difficult comparison because it's a very rich country. Yeah. But, I mean, they're all supported. I mean, yeah. I've just played two festivals where the festival was literally in the town. Yeah. It's just next to the police station. <laughs> banging. We were banging, you know, over 100. Banging, banging dub next to the police station. Uh, yeah, yeah. Literally next to the police Love station. It. And uh, I mean, that's the concept. You know, if we need to change, you know, festivals are important for communities. Mm. Not, not just dance festivals, but, but all arts is important for feeding people. And we need... To, you know, we need to try and recognise that. And it's terrible that we've got the government, we've got the doesn't see yes. that it's important. So everything has to be run on these commercial lines and these small festivals do struggle. And it's a shame um, because they shouldn't. I mean, it's important that there's a festival down in Scully House, I'd say. Yeah, I think it's going to be a nice crowd as well. Um, just got a, a good feeling about it. There's some. Are you, are you there? I'm not there, unfortunately. I've obviously received all the information this week about it, but it looks yeah. like there's some wicked acts playing. It just sounds like it's going to be yeah, a good yeah, time. Yeah, no, hot shit, wonderful. Yeah, no, hot shit. Yeah. I saw them. We played in Ireland together, and they they were top. You know, they're always good live. Yeah. And then his set looks great. There's so many of them on stage. I mean, I think they're largely live. I mean, they're amazing what they do. They are. Really they are. soulful ones. Yeah. 
I just hope, you know, I just hope, you know, we get some more people coming and, you know, it's a great lineup. Yeah. 808 stay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sure it'd be wicked, mate. I'm sure it'd be wicked. Yeah, yeah. What um, what else have you got planned, Neil, for the rest of the year, touring-wise, show-wise? We're doing yeah. a London gig. Okay. Uh, What's the date? Is it the 2nd of December? I'm terrible at dates. <laughs> you might have to help me there. Yeah, we're playing London. We're playing... um. We're playing Paradiso, two gigs in the Paradiso okay. in Amsterdam, which are both sold out. They're sold out on, oh, the, that on, the, yeah. Yeah. on the day. And then uh, there's a, there's another big gig as well, which I can't talk about yet. I don't think because it's too early, but no, there's well, another it's... massive one. And then we think we're probably going to Australia, New Zealand. Oh, wow. And I'm Lovely. starting work on new music, which I'm literally thinking about now. <laughs> At all times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about doing some new tracks. So I've got to buy a new computer. He hangs in, you know, his size, but I've got to buy a new computer. So <laughs> it's because my one is 10 years old and it's broken. Like, so, like so that music can be expensive sometimes. Oh, it is expensive. Yeah. It's always been expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I let you go, before I let yeah. you go, unfortunately, before I let you go, Sorry. mate, um, what else have you got going on that you just you're looking forward to generally for the rest of this year? You mentioned um, about the psychotherapy stuff, and I, I'm reading. Yeah, yeah. A couple of years yeah. ago, you started train, training yeah. as a psychotherapist. Well, um, I'm meant to yeah. be going back to it, but I just haven't had the time to do it. And I feel like I'm getting to the age where it's a bit sad, really, because I really want to do it. So but I have to do more studying, and I've, you know, I had to let it go. Really interesting. Really. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll be doing lots of reading. Um, I, you know, I'm. I'm always reading uh, and, and trying to work out. I will be doing a course again soon as I can, probably in January. I'll probably yeah, yeah. start something again because I, you know, I want to move eventually into it and maybe help people, or if it's possible that I, some I can help people. But people, especially in the music business, that have gone through sort of issues that I've gone through. Yeah, so I think I've got a lot to. I'd like to do that going forward. Yeah, definitely. There's there's definitely a. a a tangible connection there between between the music industry and 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 psychotherapy and and if if you've, if you've yeah. got relatable experiences to that and you can offer a bit of a bit of that but then yeah yeah there's a there's a ton of, yeah there's some some been great books recently written about the connection between a lot of there's the disproportionate amount of depression mm. and in the music industry to other 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 areas it's you know, it, it, you know, it's like big. You know, there's a lot of pressure on musicians, uh, DJs, uh, all of us. Um, that 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 you know, so it can be a very lonely world. I mean, mm. people see the public face, which is wonderful because that's the you're out there. But 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 to get to that place and people working in solitary environments, it, it, it can be quite bad. And I think just people just need support. Yeah, and um, maybe maybe someone like myself can offer that. Yeah, but you know, maybe. Um, Neil, thanks so much for taking a bit of time out of your day to have a chat um, about music. I really appreciate it. Um, mate, and, absolutely uh, pleasure, mate. Uh, Enjoyed it. Wicked, wicked. Um, for the purposes of the podcast, we will say our goodbyes now and uh, hopefully catch up very soon, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, see ya. Bye bye. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.